Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Drew Jake Rogers, up in the building, and today is Saturday, so you know what day it is, you know what time it is. I am joined by the Vice President of the United States Units right here, Mr. Danny Domino, a.k.a. Antoine Daniel L. Danny, what's going on, beautiful? I love the haircut, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. My girl, uh, my girl, Sean Lee, hooked me up at Supercuts today, so, you know, got to give her a special shout-out, too, but Man, been good, guys. man. How you been? Guy, you would be a Supercuts guy. You and Parker, I swear, man. I know hate Supercuts. Just, you're, look, you're looking good right now. but I, I just uh, go in, get it cut. You know, if I'm going to a wedding or something, I, I do have a barber. Okay. But if I just need a quick little touch-up and get it done, Supercuts, no, never await, man. Just go in, in and out 20 minutes. Yeah, and that's why I don't go. <laughs> We're not here to slander the good name of Supercuts. We're here to thicken up your walls as the thick boys, the tribunal of thickness is back. All <laughs> week overall, and you know what? Without further ado, Danny, take us to your first place on your card. All right, perfect. I'm actually going to start with a um, a trend that's been pretty common on the show. Uh, you got me on it a few weeks ago. I'm going to start with North Texas minus ten and a half. Um, strictly, the only reason is they're playing Florida International, who is a terrible football team. I don't know if anyone read the uh, article that came about about their budget and how what equipment they have and stuff like that. That program is in a lot worse shape than people thought. Um, and the funny thing is, I think they're they're like two and twenty four since they beat Miami a couple years ago. Um, they are, which is talks about another thing. Um, but that's any. I'm just going to start off quick with the Mean Green minus ten against the Florida International Golden Panthers. I think that's a pretty easy one. Uh, yeah, I think it's easy. I'm not going to delve any deeper than that, but I am yep. riding with you on this. And actually, folks, it's now a minus 10, so it's actually even more favorable odds in Ooh. our favor. So, folks, take North Texas minus 10 and ride with the boys. Danny, what's up next, my guy? I'm going to keep it with the fade, uh, fade technique here to start. I'm going up to Boise, Idaho. Um, minus 27 and a half against New Mexico. New Mexico is worse than Florida International, which I didn't even know was possible. They average under two touchdowns a game. They average under 250 yards of offense per game. They're not going to be able to do anything against this Boise State defense. Um, in their last five games, they've been averaging 10.2 points. Um, I'm keeping on the fade trade here. Boise State minus 27. They still have a chance to make the Mountain West title game. I watched his team in person a couple weeks ago at Fresno State. They're a lot better than their record shows. I expect this game, this game's going to get ugly pretty quick. Yeah, New Mexico and New Mexico State, I think they have like a monopoly on bad football programs because both those teams actually are pretty damn bad. And Boise State, they're a decent team. I think Andy Avalos is actually a decent head coach after he replaced Brian Harson, who left there to go ahead be the head coach over at Auburn now. And quite honestly, even though I think 27, like most people, people will be afraid of the high of a number, especially in group of five. I actually think that group of five numbers that large actually are more profitable than the bigger games. Like we're going to talk about later on in the show. So folks, I'm with Danny. Be right with Danny as well. If you want, if you like take Boise state at minus 27 
And so far, Danny, we've been agreeing on everything. So maybe we can, you know, get a little get a little spicier up in here real quick. Get a, we get a little spicier. You don't want to double down. Um, I'm going to spoil one of my six shooter plays <coughs> with this because I think this is where you're going with the odds here. Um, I absolutely love this Ohio State team. Um, them minus nine. In fact, take them out of my six shooter. This is one of my regular plays now. Yes, I don't even want them my six shooter. Ohio State minus 19. Um, they're going to blow the doors off this Spartan team. This game is going to be a 35-point game. This Ohio State team is rolling. Their defense has gotten so much better the second half of the year. Michigan State, I don't know if Jalen Naylor is even playing this game, who's their best wide receiver. They do pose problems with Kenneth Walker, but Ohio State, this passing offense, that trio of wide receivers – is disgusting, and Michigan State's DBs give up over 300 yards per game, and they're coached by the former Florida State defensive coordinator, Harlan Barnett. Um, and I know your feelings on him. So I love taking uh, Ohio State minus 19 in the shoe at noon. This game is not going to be close. Also, the over 69 Nice. Always, always got to take that over, man. Always got to. Yeah, as a cardinal rule, you take the over 69, that kind of game. Um, You're right. We, the boys, are at odds with their odds. And primarily, we talked about this last week. I am a big believer, whether it's justified or not, in prime look-ahead spots. You know what game is next week for Ohio State? It's not a look-ahead spot, man. I know, but still. you it's know, not what a, game It's is. a top-10 matchup. It's a top ten matchup, but who do they play next? Who, who do they answer the question? Well, are, they who, play. Who, no, 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 no. They, play they play Michigan. They play you, Michigan, right? You want to hear my real hot take of the Big Ten? Hey, say it. Penn State and Ohio State are bigger rivals now than Ohio State Michigan. It's not a rivalry when one team can't doesn't compete with the other in recruiting, in national rankings, in the games. Nothing. Ohio State's biggest competition in the Big Ten is Penn State. All right, let me – we'll discuss this a little more off-camera because I actually okay. do like this conversation a lot. But I disagree with you primarily because most alumni are on record. People that I know that, you know, went to Michigan or went to Ohio State, they would rather lose every single damn game and then beat their rival Ohio State. Like, that's the big game to all of them with that. And if we're also being honest, if you look at, you know, the past years, neither Ohio State nor Michigan has covered the game before. And to me – now that's 19. a good stat. That's and, yeah. To me, nineteen is such a high number to cover. If this was like in the teens, like maybe a ten, maybe even thirteen, I probably would be with you on that side. But almost three separate touchdowns? Absolutely not. So I'm going with the mean green over the real mean green with Mel Tucker. He's got ninety five. Hey, he's got ninety. He's got ninety five million reasons why to keep this game close. So, folks. The boys are at odds with their odds. Ride with Danny at Ohio State minus 19. Ride with your boy at Michigan State plus 19. And before we go to the next one, Danny, say your piece and take us to the next one. Yeah, he doesn't have 95 million reason not to. My man just got paid. I it's, not like, it's not like, hey, you you beat Ohio State, you get this 10-year 95 no, no, million. No, 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 no. I'm saying he's got 95 million reasons to, 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 to prove he's worth that money. 
my man got paid. He's out. He doesn't care if he covers that's his. Fuck, I mean, that's that's true too. Man, he's doing that crap. <laughs> right. He's a guy great. Got, he's a damn good head coach, figures. man. You're right. You're right. You know like, you're right. But it sounded good in that moment, Danny. It, it did. sounded good in the damn moment. It, okay? And the other thing, it scares me. my flow. Okay. Hey, I'll back you up on this. The one thing that does scare me with the game with Michigan next week. Michigan actually is good this year, which is a change. Ohio State does have two freshmen in the backfield. They got yep. C.J. Stroud and Travion Henderson. Even though I do think C.J. Stroud's pretty good. Oh, I think they're both incredible. No, they're awesome. But you, they're still freshmen. Exactly. So that does – I can see where you're going with it, but I think this Ohio State team is rolling. They remind me a lot. Uh, and I'm not comparing the teams, but they're rolling just like Notre Dame's rolling. And I don't see anyone stopping them. Okay. Okay. I can feel and that. And I love Ryan Day, so. You do love Ryan Day. But mm-hmm. listen, we're not here to you know, belabor the point here. Where are we going to go off to next, my guy? Oh, I – you know what? We were just disagreeing there. Mm-hmm. Why don't we agree on this one? I can meet you in the middle, my guy. What do you why got don't you? Why don't you tell us where we're going? All right, folks. As you know, there was a certain team out there, certain group of five, Conference USA squad known as the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers that I had put out in the graveyard because, quote-unquote to myself, as a bankroll builder, the only thing they built was the debt I owe to betonline.ag, which, folks, is a fine thing. It's a great company. We love them. Thank you for sponsoring the show. But the past two weeks, and also for those bankroll builders, we took the money line, and they have covered the spread in a majority of their games this season. And now I am screaming Bailey Zapp's name. I am promoting Tyson Helton to go to another school because he is a damn good head coach, a damn good offensive coordinator, offensive mind. And to me, the double down for this weekend is Western Kentucky minus ten. Tell you what, it's great to it's great to have you on the on the hilltop with me. Um, I feel like I'm joining. I feel like I'm joining a cult with you now, my guy. I mean, you got the I, shaved I head, the guys. big beard, bro. Look at this going I, on. I love these guys, man. Um, Man, Florida Atlantic, their last two games, they lost at Old Dominion by 14, who Old Dominion's not a great squad, even though I've been hyping them up on the podcast. And they lost to Marshall by 15. Those are their last two games. Last week, they had to travel up to Virginia and Old Dominion. So this is back-to-back pretty big travel weeks as well. I'm not sure how much that's going to play into it. But Western Kentucky's five and one in Conference USA. Their only losses to the Roadrunners. And it was a six-point game that they probably could have and should have won. Um, their five conference wins have been coming by 24 points per game. I believe it's 23.6. Their smallest win's been by 15. You can't stop this offense. You can only hope to slow it down. And Florida Atlantic has a terrible, terrible pass rush. They're not going to create any pressure. Bailey Zapp is going to shred them. I don't even think this game's close. I think this game is 24 points. 48-24. I can That's what I'm calling. 48-24. You calling a shot? I'm okay. calling my shot. I would say probably up most, probably like a 17-point win. I can definitely see 38 to 21, maybe a 42-24 kind of game. I think it's going to be kind of that kind of style, but you're right. And also, folks, as you know, we're very well versed in Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart is a very, very different coach away from home. It's kind of like we know when a baseball player is a Colorado Rocky, he leaves Coors Field 
and his power and hours plummet. His on-base percentage plummet. Slugging goes down. That's the same way when Tiger leaves Paradise and Bugger Raton. So, folks, the official double down of the week is Western Kentucky, minus 10.5. I can't believe I'm screaming the Hilltoppers from the top of this mountaintop, but I top am there. I will, I, will die. I am going to die on this hill for this double down with my boy Danny, a.k.a. the cult leader behind the WKU Hilltoppers, Bailey Zapp. Unite us all at Western Kentucky, minus 10.5. And, and, and they need this to clinch their spot. In the Conference USA title game, they this is all gas, no breaks, right here. All, all gas, gas, no breaks. No breaks. Danny, where are we off to next, baby? I'm going to stay in Conference USA here. Um, another favorite that needs to win to clinch a spot in the Conference USA title game. And I'm going with the Roadrunners. Meet me. Um, meet me. Meet me. Uh, UTSA minus four and a half. Um, they did struggle a little bit last week against an absolutely terrible Southern Miss team, but I believe it's because it was a look-ahead spot, even though I don't really believe in them. I know you do, so I'll play to your strengths there. Um, <coughs> I just – man, I think they are legit. I would love for them to get a chance if some other teams messed up in front of them to get a New Year's Six invite. I know they're not going to, but McCormick, their running back, is as good as a running back, except maybe Kenneth Walker and Travion Henderson in the country. Um, and the big thing here is they're going to make um, UAB throw the ball. UTSA gives up less than 90 yards rushing per game. When you can make a team one-dimensional like that, it does make it a whole lot easier. Give me the Roadrunners, four and a half. Punching their ticket to the Conference USA title game. Can't wait to watch the uh, the Roadrunners do their thing. I'm not going to go any further other than I was saying that this team was the crown jewel of Conference Still USA. Not. I mean, yes, they are. They not until are. they win it. Not until they win it. Not. I mean, no, no, you're right. But right now, it's look, it's trending in that direction. I love this team. I think Jeff Trailer is a great head coach. Even though I do think that he needs to springboard this to a bigger job, because I love to see what he would do with. A lot more talent around it, but this team is no joke. This team is great. And UAB, to me, this line is kind of smells funny to me. I ain't going to lie to you a little bit. I think it's, it's funky kind of line. It's a funky line, and let's just take advantage of it. So, folks, ride with the boys and take the Roadrunners at minus four and a half with UTSA. Hey, I'm just saying, if Western Kentucky and UAB both – or UTSA both win this weekend, we get a rematch. And I'm <laughs> – and I'm going to be all on the Hilltoppers, baby. Call my shot now. I'm already predicting an odds. I'm already predicting an odds. I might go to the USA Conference title game. I might. Bro, where's that game? Where's that game at? I think it's a home field game. If it's a home field. So that would be in San Antonio. Nice little boys oh. trip out of it, huh? Folks, we might have to actually have to uh, – start. Re- we need to reconvene probably and discuss how we're going to make that trip happen. But, folks – we're not only here for that game, we're here for more games as well. Danny, do you have anything else in your card? I do. I got my bankroll builder. I'm going to keep this one nice, short, and sweet. We're going up to Chestnut Hill. Of course we are. Taking the Knolls. Um, Boston College has a great pass defense. Florida State doesn't really have, unfortunately, have too many – people on the outside that put uh, fear into you. You know, maybe the 4th and 14 got Andrew Parchment going. 
Uh, Norvell's been talking about he had his best week of practice, individual plays. Malik McLean's been balling out. Um, but I just – Phil Jerkovic or however you say his name, he's a good quarterback, but he hasn't been in it a whole lot. And, I mean, if you look at it, I was telling you before this, he threw for 300 yards against Georgia Tech. It was on 13 completions. My man averaged like 24 yards a uh, completion. That's not sustainable. Their only big playmaker is a Flowers. Trey Berry's decent. He towards Florida State when he was at Jacksonville State last year. Um, but they just don't scare me. That defensive line is going to be hyped up. And the senior leadership that Jermaine Johnson and Kier Thomas is going to bring, knowing they what they can do to get to a bowl game, that they need to get through this Boston College game and get to a bowl game. They've both been on record talking about their legacy. They want to show the youngins how it's done. I'm expecting huge games, as always, from Jermaine Johnson. Big game from Kier Thomas as well. And I expect the Knowles to win this one pretty comfortably, actually. I think they're the far superior team. So I do think we're going to win this game. So I'm going to agree with you with the FSU plus two. Um, I don't know about the comfortably part because I do think that Phil Dracovic actually probably is. If he was fully healthy, he's probably the best quarterback in the ACC. You know, I don't, I don't think he's been sacked this year. I will say their offensive line is interesting. Uh, we sat down with uh, AJ Black from Lockdown BC. So folks, if you want to check that out either on the YouTube page or wherever you get your podcast from, we had on Friday for our Know Your Foe series where their offensive line has been very – like, they're decent, and they're graded out real well for PFF. But I ask him, because, like, I'm one of those people that, like, PFF only tells a certain part of the story because it's, it's a opinion-based. And he he said they've been very underwhelming, especially on the left side. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Jermaine on that side of the ball. And like you said, their pass defense is really good. We don't pass the ball that often. In fact, their defense has been gashed by running QBs, whether it be Garrett Schrader or Malik Cunningham, and folks, if you watched that game last night, by the way, I I just watching the highlights of him last night. He Ooh. ran for two hundred twenty four yards. That was the easiest minus minus twenty was the easiest money I've ever made. Oh my god, I we cashed that. That was a fat payday. But to me, this team is built to beat a Boston College team. And also, like I said all week, this is where Jordan Travis was introduced to the world. He ran for ninety four rushing yards, two TDs, one being a sixty six yard run, and another one being twenty six yard run. And this is when it comes full circle. I fully expect JT13 to show out once again in Chestnut Hill. So, folks, bankroll builder, thicken up your wallets with thick boys with FSU plus two, FSU plus 110 the mind line. And you know what? If you want the total, check it out. I don't know the number right now in front of me, but because it keeps moving, but take FSU plus two and my line for Danny's bank. I would be if you're if you're touching the total, I'd go under. Yeah, I completely agree with the same thing. Actually, I yeah, go got- under. I think Florida State's going to run the ball at will, and I think it's, I think it's going to be like a twenty-four fourteen type game. Yeah, I agree with that, folks. The under is actually at fifty-five, so you know what? I will add that to my card yep, right add now. Add it, add it to my add card. It. Under. Yep. All, all add to the card. All yep. three separate ways. We have FSU, just like we did against Miami, too, so, <laughs> folks. That is the bank roll builder. Florida State Knowles take down Boston College in Chestnut Hill. And Danny, I think it's about that time we let some dogs out. I think, think? I, I, I think so. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up here. On my paper, I have Missouri as my super dog. I'm going to Wake Forest. Um, plus four and a half. I don't 
know that Clemson can score with them. I know they can't. Wake Forest can win the it's at plus it's at plus four, by the way, just a heads up and moved. That's fine. Um not even better. That would have been dumb to say. I think Wake Forest, Dave Clawson, most underrated coach in America. I think I just think they win this game. I like the plus four getting the field goal. Clemson's defense is disgustingly good, but their offense is disgustingly bad. Wake Forest, I think clinching clinching the uh, division title at a place like Clemson to those seniors and those dudes who have been there for a while helped build up this program. I think this is too big of a spot. I think Clemson sort of cashed out. You know, I don't – they're not playing for anything in Clemson standards. None of them are excited to go to the Gasparilla Bowl or whatever bowl they're going to go to. Um, I think Wake Forest plus four. Lock it up right now. So, folks, I'm on Locked on ACC actually every single Friday. And the we do have a betting segment on there that I get the privilege of doing with Candace Cooper. And to me, this is probably the biggest no-brainer of the week because of everything Danny said. And because Wake's offense, when Sam Hartman is on, it lights you up. Clemson's defense is very good. But just the opposite, Clemson's offense the entire year has been abysmal, whether it be play calling, whether it be skill players. And also, for those of you that don't know, Justin Ross, the leading wide receiver of that team, is out for the rest of the year. So quite frankly, I think this is a steal for plus four. And like Danny said, Dave Clawson's probably one of the best coaches out there. Now there may be some rumors of him leaving for a bigger job. He's not going anywhere. So to me, this I is a big game for yeah. them, for the seniors to win out. I think it means a lot for Sam Hardman, for Fox, for Jasir Taylor. So to me, Wake Forest plus four is the super dog and almost double down for me too, but I think super dog is the right play here. And uh, the scary thing is they put up 45 last week on a decent NC State team. And Ja'Cory Roberson had two catches. Yep. And they did it without the starting line. My, just, he and killed me with, my fantasy playoffs. Killed mm-hmm. me. Absolutely killed me. But the fact that they put up 45 and he only had two catches is. And they legit. did that. And they did that without their starting running back. So if this, if y'all didn't think this offense was legit after that game, I have nothing else to tell you because that, this is probably the best Wake Forest team I think we've ever we seen. in the team. This is this is an Orange Bowl team. This is a top ten team. This could be a CFP team if not for some high jinx over UNC. But folks, take the super dog. Let the dogs out with the boys with Wake Forest plus four. And Danny, I think our time unfortunately has come to an end. But we would be remiss if we didn't put our six shooters in the air and fire them off. Danny, gotcha. you know when you're ready to go with your six shooter. You know, I uh, I'm ready. Give me a countdown. All right. You're ready to go in five, four, three, two, one, go. All right. Give me Notre Dame minus 17. Uh, Did some foreshadowing earlier in the episode. This Notre Dame team's role in Georgia Tech cannot go to a bowl. They lost all motivation. Notre Dame minus 17. Uh, Give me Missouri plus eight and a half. Florida is not good. I hope they lose by 70. Um Give me Purdue minus 11. I think Purdue can score 14, and Northwestern might not score three. That's 11. Give them to me. Kent State team total over. You're looking at about 42 here. They're playing Akron. This game is going to be in the 50s and the 30s. Um, 
Love that team total. Anything under 45, take it. Um, give me give me the Beavs from Corvallis plus three against Arizona State. Love them here. Um, big time. And then give me biggest game of the weekend. Give me Utah minus three at home against Oregon. Clinch up the Pac-12 South. Let's go Utes. 57-7-4. Nice job, my guy. Nice job. Let's nice go. Job. Let's All go. Right. Let me change out because actually for the six-shooter, I had the Michigan State play, but since we started that already, let me just add that. By the way, I forgot halfway through that I took Ohio State out and had to think of another one on the ropes with Utah. Hey, hey, listen, trust me. I just did the same damn thing. I, I'm right there with you. Just give me one second, folks. One, two, three, four. Five. Oh, I have seven plays on here. Jesus Christ, Andres. All right, Danny, let me know when I'm ready to go. Three, two, one, go. I'm going to start off where you ended off. Give me Oregon plus three. I think the better team is actually the underdog here. I don't believe in the Utah hype. That's a public money bet, and full folks do not follow that. Next, give me Rutgers, Penn, Penn State, under four, six and a half. Big Ten offenses suck. And Big Ten defense is really good. Need I say more? Next, give me Illinois plus 12 and a half. Iowa is not a top 25 team. They relied on turnovers over a very good defense to mitigate an anemic offense. So give me Illinois plus 12 and a half. Next, I'm riding with Danny as well. Give me Mizzou plus eight and a half. I think this game actually Mizzou might win this because of their offense, but give me the eight and a half points. Next, give me Oklahoma State minus 10 because that is probably a best that is top five team in the country, and they should be honestly in the PFP because they're the best 10 team in the Big 12. And to end off, Give me UVA plus 14 and a half because Pat Narduzzi is a sub 250 win percentage when he's a two touchdown favorite. And I will always take that odds. Ooh, 56.27. Oh, look at us. Uh, look at the Dude, big man. With some I love that Oklahoma State play, but they've covered eight straight games. Oh, I talked to her to me. Oh, I love that. I love that play. Oh, folks. I've been on, I mean, you know me. I've been on them. Show you, 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 you really, I mean, yeah. I mean, I got a friend of mine, uh, shout out Kate Kirk. I know she listens to the show that she actually went to Oklahoma State. She's Did you say Katie Oklahoma Kirk? State. No, Kate Kirk, not Katie Kirk. Yeah, I'm <laughs> homies with Katie Kirk, bro. I was like, all right. One of the one of the uh, <laughs> the best news journalists of our time, and but, she folks, and she listens to the show. Jeez, you're good. Oh yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, friend <laughs> of the show, Katie Kirk. Well, folks, thank y'all so much for listening. I mean, we all know y'all are friends of the show too, but please. If you can, don't forget to rate, review, like, share, or subscribe either on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. And also on YouTube, hit the little like button on this video. Hit the subscribe banner, you know, to make sure you get, uh, know when all our content is up. Sure, and also sure, hit sure, ding sure. the little bell, and that's when you know we get new content, just as this one, whether it's going to be premiering or whether it drops newly. And thank you all so much for everything, because without you all, this would not be possible. And, I, you know, I get to love talking with Max and Dave about FSU football. Same thing with Danny. We got a little gambling betting in because you know this is my homie right here the vp to my p but folks take care everybody go on and we'll see you all on monday tramp shoot me a text let me make sure you listen <laughs>